This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. That big pause, Teddy. Calm down. <laughs> what is up, family? Welcome to Speak. Y'all know what it is. It is time for, I don't need this. Get that football out of here. Oh. It's time for kickoff. But we have breaking news in the NBA. Dame Lillard, he is headed to the Bucks in a huge three-team trade with the Blazers and the Suns. I cannot wait to get to it. Now, I must apologize ahead of time. I'm going to be insufferable today because y'all know I rock and ride for Giannis Ugo Adetokounmpo. We call him by his Nigerian name today. I see the rock. Don't, don't take the rock. Oh, you want the rock? The rock. Yeah. Bring the rock back on camera. Bring the rock back on camera. Bring the rock back on camera. I don't know if he can catch basketball. Let's see the rock. I don't know if he can catch basketballs now. I don't know if he can. Don't get me started. I grew up on the and one. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. This is the most shocking, astonishing, but for me, pleasant sports news I have heard in the last six months. Dame Lillard to the Bucks. Mm. It's the best thing that could have happened to Dame Lillard. That's my reaction. I think about it very simply. Dame Lillard now gets to go to a team that has a true number one. A guy who has already proven he can be the best player on a championship team in Giannis Ugoatetokounmpo. Dame Lillard is playing some of the best basketball he's ever played in his career and in the history of the NBA. 32-7-4. We've only ever seen players average that four times over the course of the National Basketball Association. And one of those players' names is Michael Jordan. So Dame Lillard's playing at a high level. You already know what Giannis is. Giannis always and forever plays at a high level. And when you think about the best teams in basketball over the last five years, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. A one seed, a one seed, a three seed, a three seed, a one seed. What are we talking about, as LaShawn McCoy would love to say? The Bucks are the favorites. They were the one seed last year. And now you got to think about floor spacing America. you got Dame who can pull it from wherever, from 30-plus feet out. you got Giannis who can get to the cup at will. Can't nobody stop him, and they know he's going to the cup. So when I think about Dame to the Bucks, I think about championships, plural, with an S. I think about banners being dropped from the top of the stadium. I think about Giannis solidifying himself as a top-ten player in the history of basketball. I think about Dame finally getting the ever-evasive and ever-elusive championship. When I think about Dame Lillard to the Bucks, I think about the fun is in winning. The fun is not in South Beach, contrary to popular belief, though you can have fun in South Beach. The fun is in winning, and he <laughs> will win in Milwaukee. He's guaranteed to win in Milwaukee because Milwaukee could win without him. So this, to me, is the best place, best move, best decision, best combination of player organization, Dame to the Bucks. Shady, I'm just getting started. Big I love how happy you is. I'm just I love how excited started. you are. I love I'm it. I'm just getting started. What was your reaction? I got to match your intensity. I loved it. When I heard this news, I said, Dame to where? To the Bucks? Mm. Now, I will say this. I would have hoped that they'd have kept Drew Holiday sure. and shipped off Chris Middleton. Of course, I, I think all. Chris is kind of, ah. But anyway, I love the move because, first of all, Giannis hasn't played with a player that get a bucket as mm. easy as Dame, mm. right? It's Dame time now in Milwaukee. Dang. He gets you a bucket anytime you want. He has a true point guard that can really score at will. 
where we always depend on Giannis to have a good game. We need to go to bucket who we going to. Well, now you have two options. Imagine that pick and roll game with Giannis. Woo. And Dame Lillard. I don't want to, Shady. I'm scared. Milwaukee always had to. shooters. That's what they did. They have shooters, and they let Giannis drive. Now you get the pick and roll with him and Dame Lillard. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm nervous, and I'm scared for the East. My Sixers are going to be in trouble. But I love the move. It's good for basketball. It's going to be great for playoffs, and I will see them in the championship. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Big, 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 big trouble. Right. Dame Lillard just... He did that. <laughs> That's what the Milwaukee Bucks just did to everybody in the East. Bye-bye. I mean, you're talking about the number one seed last year already, right? Then you add Dame Dollar. So just what this does for Giannis, right? Dame can handle the rock. Giannis is so used to going to the hole and his full five bodies in there. Mm-hmm. You cannot leave Dame. Chris Middleton can score as well. But not only that, off the ball now, you have a guy in Dame Dollar who can get to the bucket at will. Yes, he can. You going to double? You can't double because now if he dishes it to Giannis, Giannis is going to score the basketball easy. So just spacing the floor and everything that Dame Dollar brings is going to help Giannis. This right here, I don't know what's going to happen in the championship, but they going. Um, I don't know who they are going to play, but like Acho say, this is not just this year. Mm. This, is, this is problems for yeah. years, years to, to come. come. Years to and come. not only that, now you talk about rest, Right. You need Giannis out there to win. That's why they lost the the series against the Miami Heat, because Giannis missed two and a half games. You need Giannis to win. Now you can say, Giannis, hey, look, we got Middleton and and, and Dame Dollar out there. Now we can kind of steal some minutes for you. So when these playoffs come, you 100% healthy and ready to go for this playoff run. You're able to do that. It's not just we got to have Giannis on the floor to score and win basketball games. And when he's not on the floor, we look like a totally different team. This screams championship. It screams everything. And like I said, starting this thing off, it screams bye-bye to the Boston Celtics, to the Miami Heat, and sorry to tell you, Shady, but to the 76 I must be honest. I must be honest. I have never awaited an answer to a question <laughs> more than I'm awaiting the answer from Joy Taylor to this question. Obviously, you know, Miami, the resident Miami blood. Heat fan. Yep. It's in her blood, and rightfully so. Miami Heat have been to two NBA finals in the last four or five years, so rightfully so. Troy, what's your reaction? Well... I can't use the language that I used in the car when I heard this. <laughs> I would get fired. Go ahead, and use it. I, I like what you do. So uh, I'll just say I'm displeased. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's disappointing because obviously this was where we all expected him to go because he said very vocally that that's the only place that he wanted to go. And it was a good fit for him. And we'll talk more about that later. However, personal outrage aside, I'm happy for Dame. This is what he wanted. He wanted to go to a championship contender, and the Milwaukee Bucks are a championship contender. Shady said it. That pick and roll is going to be spectacular. I don't love that they lost Drew, but I think that they have enough depth. They're going to need to add some depth at guard as well, but those things can be sorted out. This is a very dangerous combination. We know what Giannis is capable of. We know that Giannis is a champion. We know Giannis is an MVP. Now you're adding a top 75 player, one of the purest scorers that the game has ever seen, to a, a championship-level organization. I do, I'll get to, to picking apart the move a little bit later because there are some things that still give me pause about the situation. The same things that gave me pause before when we were talking about destinations for James to go to, those, those situations remain the same. But overall... Dame got what he asked for. Not exactly what he asked for, but he went to a championship contender, and this is a great situation for him. 
Yeah, what I love about it all is when you think about what Giannis had said earlier in the week, Giannis was like, look, I'm not staying in Milwaukee unless I know that Milwaukee will be a contender for years to come. And the problem at hand was Giannis was looking around like, wait, all these other teams are getting better and my team is staying stagnant. We are getting older. Yeah. Thus, we are just getting worse by the fact that we're getting older. But now you have Dame there. Here's what I love most about it, 2-5. You brought this up and I will uh, exacerbate the point if I may. You get rid of Drew but you bring in another point for a point. Mm -hmm. You feel me? When we were talking about Dame going to Miami, I don't think this was going to happen, but people were saying that, man, Portland's going to want Bam. Well, that's bad math because now you're about to get rid of a big and acquire a point. No doubt. But now in Milwaukee, it's great math. You're getting rid of a point for another point. Now, I love Drew Holiday. I know him personally. No Heartbeat, question. I love him. Yeah. Effort, I love him. Human being, phenomenal. It's hard to find a person better. But what Drew has in defense, Dame has in offense. And so even though they will miss Drew Holiday defensively, but you're going to trade a point for a point, I will take that all day, every day. And when you think about Giannis has to do so much. Remember how he got hurt versus Miami, falling backwards, yeah. landing on his tailbone. Yeah. He got to play 1,000 miles an hour every freaking play because Giannis has to be the scorer plus the defender oh. plus the rebounder. He has to lead his team in everything. But now you got Dame there. Dame can go for 60. Giannis can go for 50. Mm -hmm. Middleton proves he can go for 40. What else you want out of life? That's where I'm at with this. That's why I'm so excited for Milwaukee. No, nah, I mean, I love the trade. It's a great move. Um, ideally, I disagree as far as the trade from Dame to, to uh, Drew Holiday, mm -hmm. right? Because Drew is a – he's – in my opinion, he's the best two-way two -way player, player in basketball. A guard, right? at least, yeah. So even offensively, if that's not his thing and his night, he going to lock up. Yes, sir. Look at every match that they had. When, when Jimmy Butler was going crazy, and it's funny because I, I had a chance to talk to Drew about this. He said, listen, I play great defense. Great defense. Hand in his face, Jimmy was just making them shots. But now when I look at who's going to be the guy to go out there and guard, Chris Middleton? I think he's declined. He's declining for the last couple years now. Mm -hmm. So if the only thing I wanted to switch up, I would have had to, to keep Dame and, and Drew Holiday together and then get rid of Chris Millicent. But this team is phenomenal. I just think that with, with Dame and Giannis together, man, it's going to open up so many open doors for the role players. These shooters, they get wide open shots. All that type of things that you want in the team and the offense, they got with Lillard and they got with, and, with uh, Giannis. And, and you got to understand where Milwaukee is coming from. Who are you taking, Dame Dollar or Drew Holiday? I'm taking Dame. No question, right? So they like, hey, we'll figure out some dudes that can go out here with some effort and yeah. play some defense. Are they going to be as good as Drew Holiday? No, because Drew Holiday is a really good two-way player. But you can find some guys in there that's only going to play 15, 20 minutes a game just to go out there and play defense. What you can't find mm. is a Dame Lillard. Right, right. That's Even what you, you cannot find. Even and, if you search. And then with that being said, Giannis, like, like Acho said, had to be everything. And that's everything to his teammates, too, getting them involved. Mm. Now it's like... Move and go to the block. I'll get everybody involved because this is what I'm used to doing in Portland, right? And now I'm with you, so it's, it stays the same, right? Sometimes we'll go through you, but you can go through me as well to be able to create easier shots for you, Giannis. So this trade right here is big. Like I say, if I'm Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I'm, I'm, I'm like Joy in the car. They probably screamed how she screamed. If I'm, if I'm Jimmy Buckets right now, and I'm sure some of them probably responded already on via social media, but if I'm Jimmy Buckets... I, I'm screaming in the car like Joy, too, because this right here, Dame Dollar to the Milwaukee Bucks, like you say, man, not just one championship, Ships. not two, not oh, three. Oh, do like, that. Do like that. Please said. do that. Please <laughs> do that. That works out very, And these two very dudes well. right here, though, got...
much different mindsets than LeBron James. No, I, really I, I, I don't do that. Don't yeah. start promising all the championships. In no, the no, no, no. I ain't playing. That's not, <laughs> that's not the move. You I'm can living, do I'm that. Living through, I'm living through Dame Dollar. You can do that. I ain't playing. No, I mean, look, this is, a, this is a team that has been consistently good to great, as Emmanuel said, just to, to start the show. They, they've won a championship. Giannis has won an, an, an MVP. This is a situation where he can go to and add to it. As much as we all love Drew Holiday, obviously you're going to go with Dame over Drew Holiday if you have to make the choice. And they have a they have a nice roster still. They still have some some pieces I think that they need to fill for depth. But we'll talk about depth way later on. We'll talk about depth in February. We're not we're not worried about that right now. This is an incredible move. It's an incredible move for the NBA as well because have we gotten the news that he didn't go to Miami and didn't go to Milwaukee and went somewhere that wasn't a contender? We'd be having a very different conversation this morning. So aside from being a Heat fan and being bummed that we didn't land him. This is a great situation for the NBA, and we're going to get to see Dame with a real opportunity to go and play for a championship, which is what he deserves. I know, I'm very nervous. I'm watching over here. You're very nervous. I'm going to trust trust that James got hands. Get the ball to get the ball. Can we see them? Can we see them pre-show handles? Let me see that. Stay with us. Do y'all want to see what Dame's going to look like from Milwaukee? Let me see that. Give my dog the rock, James. Give my dog the rock. Listen, everybody out there. Hey, hey it's slippery, they man. Know, they want to know. know what Daylor's gonna look like with Milwaukee Bucks. It's gonna be something like this. Oh my God! All right, family. When we return, we will talk about the chaos with the Jets locker room. That's next on Speed. Put me in number zero. I can do it. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Well, we are in second and short, family. Second topic of the day, and this quite literally might be the most fascinating football conversation you will hear because there is drama in the Big Apple. Jets are off to a one and two start. We know that, but get this chaos. Reports say that the defense is not happy with head coach Robert Sala and his continued support of Zach Wilson. There is tension brewing in the locker room. James Jones, you shot me this text last night. I was at the crib watching the show, whatever I may have been doing, saw my phone dinged. I said, oh, what James sending me? You sent me a little bit of chaos, drama brewing in the locker rooms of New York. Is Robert Sala, the head coach, in danger of losing his locker room? Yeah, the main reason why I sent it to you is because Shady had a good day yesterday, and I was right on this because I said this yesterday. I said, you know, you can't try to save one and lose the other 52, you know, and that's what that's what is happening. We've all been in locker rooms up here. And when stuff is not going the right way, you're looking at that person next to your locker, man, I don't even know what we're doing. man. <laughs> we need to run the ball a little bit more. Hey, man, they need to spin it over here to me. Like you have them yeah, conversations. Yeah, yeah. So you right now, right. right now, Robert Sala, that's what's going on in the locker room. Man, how long are we finna stick with Zach Wilson? Like, do they not see? Like, I'm open, bro. You know, so you're having them conversations to which now the locker room don't believe in Zach Wilson. When this thing first started, 
it's all good, right? We want to see if Zach Wilson has took those next steps. Aaron Rodgers has been their mentor, right? We want to see it. Don't give up on him right now. See if he could take them. There. But these past two weeks, he has shown you that he's not. He has shown you that everybody on the team is worse when he is under center, right? And you, you can't score 15 points in a football game. That's not good. So as an organization, if you keep on and as a head coach, keep on coming into yeah. that podium saying Zach Wilson is our guy and Zach is this and that. And in the locker room, they like, man, no, he's not. That is the quickest way to losing a team. Zach Wilson has shown us with our own two eyes that he is not that guy. I don't care if you bring in another quarterback and you and you still start Zach Wilson for one or two more weeks. But at least you're letting the team know I'm trying to do something yeah. about it. Right? It's not a lot of big-time quarterbacks out there, so it's not like we can do too much about it. But we see you guys. We see the other 52 men on this roster. We are going to try to do something about this. And right now, what they showing them, they ain't doing nothing about it. And that screams broken locker room, losing the locker room by the head coach. Yeah, he is in danger of losing the locker room. He's in danger of losing a lot more than that. But this is what I've been saying since Aaron Rodgers went down. You spent... <clears throat> Really, I can't even say the offseason. You started last, the middle of last season telling us that Zach Wilson wasn't the guy. You benched him. Then you spent the whole offseason trying to acquire Aaron Rodgers. Then you bring in Aaron Rodgers. You take him all around town. And we've got hard knocks and every interview and dusty Super Bowl trophies and taking over the East and all this, all while Zach Wilson is in the background and he's out of sight, out of mind. You pitched us on this new, this new beginning, this new future. And then Aaron Rodgers is out and we're like, Oh, no, just kidding, Zach. Come here we go. Here, here he is. Here he is. He's our guy. Well, I don't believe you because I watched Zach Wilson play last year and I watched you bench him and I watched you abandon him. But so did everyone else in the locker room. And they see him every day. They were so happy he was out last year. They was wearing T-shirts for Mike White. We not even on the team anymore. <laughs> True. The backup. Can you imagine wearing a shirt to practice for the backup quarterback, Shady? Yeah. You know how bad it is there? To That's do that? That's how bad. did you even get that made? Yeah. Who even sent those to you? There's you a lot of them. You had them printed overnight. Yeah. So the situation is bad. It's getting worse. I understand maybe you got in a bad situation, and for the moment we got to talk up Zach Wilson so we figure out what we're going to do. Right. But let's be serious. Zach Wilson is not getting better. He's in his third year. He should be getting better, and he's not. And he is in a better situation than some of the other guys in his class. He has a, a team that we thought Aaron Rodgers could just play average with and get to a Super Bowl. And he can't even win with that. He can't even play. Let's say Zach Wilson's best, the best version of Zach Wilson is average Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that math should link up to their, they would still be winning. And the offense is bad. He's still not improving. You, just get, you pitched me on a different story, and now you're trotting out a different actor. I mean, it's two starts. He ain't scored over 10. That's, that's tough. It's tough to win like that. Yeah, well, I think he's in danger of losing the locker room. I, I can honestly say that. As a head coach, right, the players, the assistant coaches, the training staff, everybody is following the head coach. He's the leader, right? And then it sprinkles down. So the, the, to most teams, is the quarterback. Or there's some other player that's like a, the, the, um, the leader of the team. So initially, when, when they, they bench... Zach Wilson and other players last year stepped up. I get it. He's playing bad, cool. But then in the offseason, they get Aaron Rodgers, who's a Hall of Famer, et cetera, et cetera, can teach my young player how to practice, how to watch tape, how to be a better player. I get that. And the preseason games, Zach Wilson, he looked decent. He looks solid. He, he looks solid. Okay, wow, another step. Maybe he got better. So I get the, uh, the thought of, okay, let's just try to use him. Aaron Rodgers hurt. He shows some improvement in a preseason. Let's play him. 
But then once he showed that he's not capable of doing it, incompetent of getting the offense going, putting points up, putting drives together, once he showed that, it's time to make different choices. Because if you don't, you got guys like Quinn Williams. You got guys like Sauce Gardner that's like, yo, look, man, I'm giving all I got, and I'm trying to win. And now you talk about them conversations, they happen all the time. No doubt. Because it goes from, hey, look, coach, because I'm sure players, the, the vets or the leaders, coach, we can't win with Zach. I don't know if you see it, coach, or not, but he's throwing picks. He's, throwing, he's, he's not good. We can't win with him. Once that's um, um, figured out that he, we can't win with him and that's how the team feels, as a coach, you got to make moves. Because if you don't, as young guys that come to the locker room, pouting, pissed off, why should I play hard if we're not trying to win? Why are we not trying to win? Because our coach is not trying to put the best quarterback or make different moves to win. For example, um, Taylor Heineke. You can get a bridge quarterback that can win games. Guy like Cooper Rush. You know, not to even talk about if it's Dak or Cooper Rush, but having a quarterback that's a bridge guy that can win games until the starter gets back. If the Jets had a quarterback like that, there'll be a lot more of these games than they are. But until then, you're going to lose the locker room. And you're going to lose his and job. And there's bridge quarterbacks out there. It's a lot of them. Don't tell me you're rocking with him. I will leave this set. No, I just disagree. I disagree. I disagree. I don't think he's in danger of losing the locker room. I think he's in danger of losing games. But I think to myself, I'm like, something that's only metaphorically obtained can't be literally lost. <clears throat> Lose a locker room, that to me is journalistic jargon. That's things that journalists come up with, figures of speech, to try to talk about something that doesn't actually occur. March mm. 3rd, 2014, the Eagles traded LaShawn McCoy for a bag of chips. March 10th, 2014, the Eagles traded Nick Foles to the St. Louis Rams at the time, I believe they were. March 11th, 2014, Jeremy Macklin was signed by the Kansas City Chiefs. Eagles did not offer him. March 28th, the Eagles released Deshaun Jackson. June 11th, the Eagles chose not to re-sign all-pro guard Evan Mathis. Chip didn't lose the locker room. We just were sorry, and we lost games because we lost talent. But we didn't lose the locker room because players don't play for a coach. Players play for money. Players play for their family. Players play for status. Players might play for women, the players that I know. But I don't know that I've ever played for a coach. Maybe a game. Maybe a game. Mac Brown's last game, College Football Hall of Fame head coach Clyde recruited me. Maybe a game. You brought up a great point. Dennis Allen, hey, we got to go win this game for him. Obviously, as you've brought up, y'all still lost, and y'all proceeded to lose the next seven, and he got fired. Maybe Justin Herbert played for Brandon Staley. Maybe. But Justin Herbert also set a rookie record before Brandon Staley was his head coach. So I don't think he played for Brandon Staley. So my thought process is, Players do not play for a coach. When, I, when Chip traded Shady, Shady, my dog. I'm working with Shady literally 10 years later. I knew Shady at 21. I'm now 32. Shady's my dog. When Chip traded Shady, I was like, dang, dang. I got a question for you. Well, I still got to go get mine. This is my question. Two questions for you. So, wait, for your coach was Chip Kelly for the Eagles. Yep. The Browns was who's your coach? Browns was Rob. What are them, what are them guys? What are them guys, guys, right? So, my first question is Pat Sherman? When, when, Pat he, got, when he got, I like Pat, but I'm going to give it to Pat too. When he got rid of me, Deshaun, he didn't sign Evan Mathis, he got rid of Nick Foles. Oh. So, I get your point, right? You still got to do your job. Have to. But this, Have to. But did your, did your, did your thoughts as, as, of Chip Kelly as a coach and a person change? Thousand percent. Bet. Thousand right. percent. So, yes, so, now you didn't complain for no good coaches. I'm going to just say that right now. Right. When you play for a guy like Andy Reid, <laughs> I'm being serious. You're playing for him. You're playing for him. Yes. Okay. Yo, yes. if we let him down, no, 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 no. That's us. Yeah. We, we messed that up. Oh, Andy Reid, that's God. us. When you play for a coach that, that will make you run through a wall if he says that, right? Because you got that much belief and that trust in him. Hey, guys, I need y'all in here. Look, look, look. I ain't doing no fines, sure. right? I want y'all to be respectful, be on time. Sure. Guess what? Before I left Philadelphia, I never knew anything about no fine system. Sure. When I went to the Bills, there was fine system. I'm like, what's a fine system? If you're late, you're in trouble. If this, because Andy Reid, we didn't play with him. Because that must, not, that must respect. Let me come back to you. Let me come yeah. back to you. Let me come back to you. Because you, you play for a good coach. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do 
this to you. But what you gonna do then? Shady, what um what year did you lead the league in rushing? 13? 14? 20, yeah, 23. Who's your head coach? Chip Kelly. You had your best year under a coach that you weren't playing for. Not my best year. You're statistically. Not my best year. <laughs> okay, I'm not. Objectively, statistically, okay, well, you had your best year. Is, so my simple point is that like players play because players gotta play. What? So CJ Mosley isn't gonna be like, man, Zach Wilson out there. I'm a go be but sorry. It's not, no. But Quinn losing Williams. the locker room, losing oh, yeah. the locker room, sorry, James. No, losing the good. locker room isn't about people's ability to do their job. Right. What's it about? You play different when you know you can win and you're playing to win something and when you're just going to work. There are lots of teams that before the season even started know they're just going to work. There are teams that halfway through the season know they're just going to work. And then there are teams that go in like, no, we're not going to work. We're going to win a championship. We're going to on a playoff run. We're actually better than we thought we were at the beginning of the season. We got to be serious. There is a human element to sports. This is not fantasy football. Yes, the coach can be inspiring. Yes, the coach can say something that will make you run through a wall. But it's also, do I see the other person on the field with me as somebody that can help me be my best self? Mm-hmm. That's what losing the locker room is. Yeah. They just said those conversations happen. Here's why I disagree, James. Here's why I disagree. Well, here's why I disagree with what you're saying, Joy. Who did we all think this season was going to be the worst team in football? The Bears. And Cardinals. I think they still are. The Cardinals. The Cardinals. Okay, what well, does that mean? It's close. It's close. It's close. It's close. But obviously it was Vegas at least. Maybe not Shady. Cardinals. Vegas thought it was the Cardinals. Oh, Justin Fields. Cardinals just beat what Vegas thought was the best team in football yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Not only that, the Cardinals played hard the two weeks beforehand. <clears throat> Last week, the Houston Texans were the worst team in football. Yeah. But when the Texans played out there every single week, every single time, even against the Eagles, Texans played tough. Mm-hmm. Texans this year, they're not supposed to be good. They just got themselves a win. Colts trotted out Gardner Minshew, a person I think highly of, but a lot of people don't. They just beat the Ravens. So the only reason I disagree with that, Joy, is because players have to play for so much more. And again, I was a backup. So I have a different experience than you, different experience than you. I will acknowledge that, America. But at least I had to play for so much more than my coach. I had to play for my job. But Quinn Williams doesn't. Because he has a contract. Let me let me get Sauce in. Gardner doesn't. Because yeah. because he's going to get his money. Let me get Garrett in. Garrett Wilson doesn't. Brees Hall doesn't. Yeah. Those are stars, and they're going to be yeah. stars. And there's a whole lot more that I didn't mention. So they're going to work regardless. Yeah. Let me get in on this. You mentioned those names: Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Nick Foles. Macklin. You mentioned Macklin. Right. All them dudes probably in your phone right now. Right. That's right. Which means them dudes is your brothers. Is it any coaches' offices in the locker room? Not in the locker room. No. Coach. So when you lose Not the locker room. Coach. Right, and we're blaming it on Salah, but it has to do with the players. Who's the quarterback for the Cardinals right now? Dobbs? Dobbs, yes, sir. Right. You yes, see sir. how he played these first three weeks? The Cardinals think they can win with him. Mm-hmm. The locker room thinks that they can win with him. So the conversation in their locker room, like, bro, Dobbs playing pretty good, bro. We get some stops on defense. Yep. We, that's, the, that's the conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't believe they can win with Zach Wilson. So that's why that's losing the locker room because the coaches keep putting him out there. And he's shown them that they can't win with him. So now as I'm Garrett Wilson, I'm like, bro, ain't going to give me the ball anyway. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to go across the middle and get hurt. Bro, don't get me hurt. Yes. You know, I've been out there when Aaron Rodgers got hurt with quarterbacks like Scott Scott Tolzien that y'all don't know. Seneca Wallace, right, (laughs) where you barely get to see the ball coming out. He going to get me hurt. Right? So when you when you play in the game and you're like, man, I don't even think this quarterback capable 
of getting me the ball, your game changes, whether you, whether you like it or not. Here's what I, Same thing in the locker room. Here's Defense, we're going to be on the football field for a very long time. He ain't capable of getting, getting the Ws. That's a loss of the locker room. What I love about this conversation, I think everybody's coming different vantage points. Because it's interesting. In 2015, I was in the situation you're speaking of. We, and again, I don't want to shade anybody, but Sam Bradford was the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> running Chip's zone read offense. DeMarco <laughs> Murray was the starting running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Running Chip's zone read offense. I was like, bro, I know we about to be sorry. We had to be sorry. Like, schematically, we were sorry. Roster-wise, we were sorry. I think Miles Austin, great at the time previously, he was like our number two. I knew we was going to be sorry. Yeah, yeah. But D'Amico Ryan's our starting middle linebacker. He didn't change. Malcolm Jenkins, our starting safety, he didn't change again. I'm only speaking from my but experience, so I won't rob y'all yours. Yeah. But I'm just saying, in this situation, which I have literally witnessed firsthand, man. You might know you're going to be sorry, but you're going to go out there. But, but, but in but that you situation, you were going to be sorry. The Jets thought that we're talking about the Super Bowl. Those players in that locker room still want to win. They went into the mindset this season of competing for a championship. Not just, oh, we know we're going to be sorry. That's what we're talking about, is those players don't want to submit to know we're going to be sorry. They want to still believe the mantra and everything that they were saying in the, in the offseason up until now. But not only that, those players prove something in this game. Bradford, Murray, they proved something in this game. So probably, the backup probably wasn't even better. He, he might be in the wrong system, but he probably wasn't better than Bradford, right? The backup running back at the time probably wasn't better than Murray. So those dudes, is, Zach ain't proved nothing but losing football games and making everybody around him not good. I just push back on the fact of, like, you can get players, like, and when they fire Andy Reid, I cried. I was hurt because I knew how good of a coach he was. I knew how much he meant to the team. A guy like Chip Kelly, yeah, I might have my best years because he just gave me the ball more than any other coach. It wasn't like he did anything special. But my thing with him is when he moved on, people, players didn't care. They was clapping. Back, back. Next. You see what I'm saying? When you got a player that you, that, or a coach that you, that you want to play for, you, you'll go out and do whatever for him. No you talked about D'Amico Ryans. He's a coach now. Of course. But as a player, though, right, you believe what he said. Of course. Yo, it's OG on following everything he said. Not yep. because he was a good player, because of the things he said, yep. his work ethic. You believed in him. What's the, what's the difference between that and a coach? The same way he was as a, as, a, as a player, he's as a coach. And now them players, right, they're going to feel the same way. Like, yo, what did Domingo say? Bet, we got a chance. Yeah, I know we've been sorry for years, but we got a new coach. It's, different. it's a different storyline here. So I just push back when you talk about players not really having that thing for a coach to play for them. Because I, I truly disagree. But, I, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, let's say real quick. Like Travis Kelsey, right, how good he is. Do you think he would take a pay cut on any other team? No. I don't think a so. A lot of it has to do with Andy Reid. Yeah, I don't think so. And his brothers Chris, in that locker room. Chris, Chris Jones, right? Now, granted, he did come back, but I know Chris Jones well, and I know his age as well. If it was Andy Reid, he ain't even coming back even for this extra year. No, 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 I'm good to get my money right. When you had a coach like that, you're willing to take chances and risks that you would never take. The same thing having a great quarterback, a Patrick Mahomes, a Tom Brady. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When I'm getting there, I don't want to get too deep with it because I'm starting to get emotional. Like, you know, no, no, and I, and I understand where Acho's coming from because at the end of the day, you got to go out there and get your job done That's because true. you're getting paid. This is your job. You're not in college anymore. Yeah. But I've been on teams that are really, really talented, and I've been on teams that the locker room was really, really close. Mm -hmm. You understand? And that is different. That is different. We, run, we won a Super Bowl because we were really, really close. When I looked at Jordy, and now I'm looking at Jordy because she's on my team, I got you. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. No, no matter what, I don't care if it's one ball, 15 ball, don't, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So in the locker room right now, they know that Zach Wilson don't got him. So now the, the conversations that's happening in the locker room, like, man, I don't want to get hurt. 
you can't go. We we all know you can't play no sport thinking about get not hurt. getting hurt, can't right? So that. now you can't got them that, them type of situations going through people's minds and all that, you know. And you cannot have that. And as a coach, it starts with you. But we really talking about Zach because this team don't believe in Zach. And he's going to lose the locker room continuing to put Zach in there. If you don't have a really close locker room, good luck trying to win any games with any players. I agree with you. I agree with you on that number. I think they will lose. For sure they will lose games. Will he lose the locker room? Well, Robert Sala, that is up to I you. I lost my parlay, so, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, family, before we head to break, it's time for Speak Trivia. I need you all to tweet at us the answer. Oh, that's shady. That's bad boss. Question. That does look like shady for sure. <laughs> Who holds the NFL record for most receptions in a single game? Okay, it's obviously not. Oh, Brandon Marshall. Bang! <laughs> Boom! Yeah, that's an easy one. <laughs> Brandon Marshall. Who's record did he break? Who's that? Who's record did he break? Who's Who's record did he break, though? Who had it before him? I mean, you might as well reveal it. Andy, you got yeah, one on this one. Come on. Andy, Andy, who comes up with these questions. Can y'all reveal it? Heller, Colvin, can y'all reveal it? It's coming. Go ahead. He's going to like this. Brady just straight like up this. top row. And, and, and I know how much it was, too. How many? 20, 21 receptions. 21 receptions. Am I right, Andy? You're going to take your job. He's coming oh, for your job off camera. Ooh. Off camera, he's coming for your job. <laughs> All right, that is it. When we return, y'all, we have to talk about the breaking Dame Lillard trade. It might be the biggest trade of the 2020s in the NBA. Don't miss it. Come back for that. Shady. Yeah, he like that. Mike Shady. <laughs> Have you heard about Fox Super 6? It's the free new game on the Fox Sports app that is giving away $10,000 in cash prizes every week. All you have to do is answer six fun, quick questions about this week's NFL matchups. The questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four-player performances. It's fun and, again, free to play. Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Dame Lillard is headed to Milwaukee to join Giannis Hugo Adetokounmpo. The seven-time All-Star was moved in a three-team deal with the Blazers and the Suns, according to reports. Now, obviously, according to reports, Dame was wanted to go to Miami. Shady, you knew that. Talked about it at nauseum. Joy, you knew that. You talked about it at length. But, Shady, did Dame actually end up in the best situation in Milwaukee? I'm going to say yes. I would love to see him in Miami, but when I really look at it, they didn't lose a lot to get Dame. So acquired they made what they gave up. Um, Drew. Drew. Right? That's, that's really yeah. it. Grayson, man, he's, you know, come on. He game anywhere. Anyway, so when I look at all the teams, when you, when you put them together, like, like the matchups, if you look at the, the East, you got you got Milwaukee, you got the Boston, you probably have Sixers. the Sixers. They match up well against them. Yeah, really. Now, Great. Dames used to being the main the main guy all the time. That's a lot of pressure. Not gonna split it. And we look at all the histories of basketball. There's never just one starter that wins everything, right? The greatest, Michael Jordan, we all love him, but he's not the same without Scottie Pippen. He's a beast, but not a champion. 
You put Dame Lillard with the Milwaukee Bucks, they're going to be champions. And the best thing about it is now we get to see Dame at that, the light that he deserves. I, I love Steph Curry. He's my favorite basketball player right now. Kevin Durant, all them guys. Dame's going to be looked at in the same light as them dudes now because we're going to see him in the postseason. That's what makes stars. Dudes that ball out of the regular season, that's cool. Get you an MVP, that's great. But when you're a star in the postseason, when everybody's watching and nobody's at home, sitting down, watching you on TV, that's what makes a difference. And Dame Lewis, that type of good, and he's that special. Him and Giannis on a pick and roll, oh, my God. How do you, do, how do you defend that? I'm nervous for Philly. <laughs> Come on, man, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Did he Lillard? go to the best situation? All right, last time I checked, they was the number one seed. They were. Last year, right? The Miami Heat were what? The AC? Right? Even though they had a heck of a run, they were the AC. We're talking about the number one seed, right? That's like Keenan Allen going to the Eagles. <laughs> like, like, you went to the number one seed. What do we expect? We expect you to ball. You know, so you're talking about Dame Lillard to the number one seed with Giannis, all the attention that Giannis gets with another score, another all-star, and Chris Middleton on your team as well. He absolutely went to the best situation, and he stayed in the East, which means let all them boys in the West beat each other up, especially when they get into the playoffs. He went to the Eastern Conference. This team should be the number one seed again, and they should be punching their ticket to the finals again. Dame Lillard just brings so much. We could talk for hours about what Dame Lillard brings, scoring, assisting, whatever you want to talk about, man. Clutch. Clutch performances, whatever you want. Giannis, uh, I got this one. I make, like, man, it, it's so okay. much that he brings to this basketball <laughs> team and already a number one seed basketball team. This is scary for everybody in the East. A number one seed didn't mean anything. I know they had, they had a run. It's going to mean something this year. It meant nothing. Well, it wasn't a run because they've been the two finals in the last four years, so I wouldn't really call it a run. The number one seed was so very So you're saying nice, he was, was a kind. better situation for him? Well, if I recall, he asked for the Heat. So Dame didn't think this was the best situation. I don't have to guess. Dame, the player that got traded, did not ask for the Milwaukee Bucks. I lived in Wisconsin. He probably, that's probably part of it. <laughs> I mean, he's been in Portland. Dame can travel in the offseason. They travel a lot during the regular season. You make a lot. I, I hear you. Um, and the taxes are quite nice in Florida. Mm-hmm. There's just, you know, those, those are factors. But Dame wasn't asking for that because he wanted to go somewhere fun. He asked for that because he wanted to go to a championship contender. That's right. So Dame didn't think this was the best situation. How, how dare I argue with the man that was moved? Now, this is still a great situation. I would call it 1A. The reasons why I thought that Miami was the better situation, obviously I am biased, but Dame did too. So two of us had, had a hint that Miami was the better situation. A lot of it has to do with coaching. Eric Spolstra is one of, if not the best coach in the NBA. No You're going to an organization that has championship standards. Now, obviously, Milwaukee does as well, but they weren't so close to that because Giannis was talking about getting up out of there. So whatever was going on there, Giannis himself was unhappy and, and talking about that. So there is a cultural difference here. It's a, it's a great day, and I'm not going to say anything bad about Dame. I'm excited as a basketball fan to watch how this looks. I think this is a great situation for Dame. But for me to just say it's the best situation, it's not. Dame didn't think this was the best situation. Mm. Giannis didn't, doesn't think it was a good situation up until this morning. So how this will all play out, it's a long season. There's a lot of things that are going to happen. Everybody faces adversity, and I'm excited to see how they handle it. And I really like the rest of their roster as well, and I don't think that, yeah. these, I don't think that everyone's done making moves either. I think that some of these rosters are going to look a little different, maybe potentially soon. But I can't say it's the best situation. One, because Giannis was talking about feeling uncomfortable there. They do have a new head coach. 
And Dame didn't ask for it. So Dame didn't think it was the best situation. He himself thought Miami was a better situation. But that said, it's not a bad place to go to play alongside Giannis and a team that has won a championship recently. I think it's the best situation. I think the best situation because when you talk about championships, then you think about, well, Milwaukee is better suited to get you a championship. I'm really thinking about if you go to Miami, then who is going to be the number one? It's just going to be a whole bunch of twos. This ain't Uno. I'm tired of drawing twos. Like, who going to be my number one? That's the first thing. Milwaukee, you have that in Giannis. Joy brings up a good point. I was like, Dame did say that. But then I think about the context of which he said it in that interview. He was like, yeah, you know, I want to go to Miami. What did he say after that? Bam's my dog. I think about think players that want to go to different situations. Well, what's the real reason? If Shady, if you want to go play somewhere, ah, I want to go play with Macklin. I want to go play with D-Jack. Sure. James Jones, man, man A-Rod, my dog. I want to go play with Jordy. I want to go. So I'm thinking about what was the context in which Dame did say that because he did say that. I mean, I'm his like, agent also said it, it got to the point where the NBA had to step in. Like, correct. He made it very clear, other than just Bam, that Miami was a destination he wanted to go Correct. To. But I'm thinking about, like, what might his intention be for saying that? And then the other reason I think it's the best situation is because I think that players can create a culture. When you got 11-year player in, in Giannis, 11-year player in Middleton, I think 10-year player in, 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 in Dame, or I'm inverting that, players can create the culture. And so if you add Dame to a team and a culture that already knows how to win, and you have a one who already knows how to get you there, then Dame just has to be the icing of the cake, mm -hmm. instead, icing on the cake instead of the entire cake. Mm -hmm. Like, Dame can be a part of it instead of just being it. The whole thing, right. You go to Miami, big dog, they haven't won without LeBron. With Spolstra. They have gotten close. There is no disrespect. They have gotten close. But I read an interesting study, James Jones, it was fascinating. It said that Olympic bronze medalists are happier than silver medalists. I said, that had me doing this. Yeah, yeah. Me doing this. Right why, why would the third place finisher be happier right. than the second place finisher? Like there was a psychological study that said that. Because when you second, you feel like you should have been first. But when you third, you just happy you medaled. Miami has been second. A couple times they have been second. <laughs> Dame, you finna leave Portland to go be second? Yeah. Heck no. So that's why I think it's best situation. Yeah. And the thing about the players he played with. So, like, not to take anything from the guys he played with, but um, Lamar Offridge, right? Marcus Aldridge. He was yeah. a hell of a player. Yeah. But now you got a big like Giannis. LA could play. Ooh, you got a big like Giannis? I don't, I don't think he even knows how good Giannis can be. Yeah. Right? All the attention that he gets... Now you don't have to worry about that. That's, that's the attention that he used to get from defenders. <clears throat> I love the move, right? And I just, the only thing I hate about it is that it's not the Sixers. That's it. <laughs> because this is, this is, this is, this is a, a type of setup where... It's him and Embiid. When, when you think about an all-star lineup, right? Now, we always talk about the big threes, the big threes. Well, I don't think they need the big three. Mm -hmm. I think you got these, the big two, the big, big two, and you got other role players, and then you add Middleton in there to, to do, to do yeah. some of the, the dirty work, a couple buckets, et cetera. This team's gonna be good, man. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of they have a good. lot of pieces. I have their roster here. I mean, they have the Lopez brothers. They got Jay Crowder, Chris Middleton. He has been yeah. Portis, has Bobby been, Portis. Yeah, Bobby there Portis. He's been, he's been struggling lately, but he still is a, a champion. Malik Beasley. Jay Crowder played defense. Do three D. Yeah, Malik Beasley. <laughs> Pat Connaughton will be the you know the, the backup. He played defense and he can shoot. Yeah. So, yep. so they yep. they have a really solid roster. How it, it all is put together, and particularly the conversations of how they will match up deep into the playoffs because we obviously know they're going to be there against teams like the, the Celtics, who are there year after year, against teams like the Heat, against, against teams like the Sixers. Only the Sixers haven't gone to the, to the Eastern Conference Finals yet, but they're still a problem, and they still have the league MVP. It's really going to make the East incredibly interesting, and 
I, I love it for Dame. I love that we are going to yes. see Dame in a situation where he is able to compete mm-hmm. for a championship. No so question. even though I'm disappointed it's not Miami, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for him because that combination of Giannis and Dame is going to be virtually. LaMarcus. LaMarcus. You know what else I love about it, James Jones, real quick before we get out of here, is they're all ball players. Yeah. Like all these dudes are basketball in and out. When you think about some of the other combinations of teams we've seen out of, as of late, some dudes focus on this. Some dudes just focus on that. Some dudes are, like Dame is a basketball player. Yes, he, he is. Hoops, he goes home to his family, and the all season yep. he raps. Giannis is a basketball player. Like yep. all he is about is basketball. Middleton is a basketball That's player. A when you think about some of the other combinations, whether it was James Harden or whether fashion it was, uh, shows all and these all things, these like it's a lot. Even yeah. LeBron, as great as he is right now, yeah. he's doing movies. Mm-hmm. He's got his alcohol brand. He's investing in this. He's investing in that. Giannis. Ball player. Dame, ball player. Middleton, ball player. Like, it's just a whole bunch of No players. doubt, and that's why I said this is a great fit mindset-wise because I feel like Giannis and Dame Dollar have the same mindset, yes. you know, and Giannis really has one already. Like, Dame coming in here, Dame is going to be hungry mm-hmm. to get to a championship, and it might not happen this year. We don't know what's going to happen, but he's going to be hungry again to get to one again next year. So, this is, this is such a great fit in so many ways because usually you try to bring people on your team like, oh, we need some more dogs on our team, right? We feel like we're a soft basketball team. When you think about the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis, you think that this is a team that plays hard every single night. When you think about Dame Dollar, that's how Dame Dollar plays the game. He plays the game extremely hard every single night. And now you got these dudes on the same, same team mindset-wise to the young guys and all that. Man, it's big time. Daddy White, why are you stretching? Man? You know what it is. It's Wednesday, oh, right? It's Wednesday. Oh, it's Wednesday. Hey, you know what you should have had? You should have had to play a Dame Dollar in there, crazy one. <laughs> hey, when we return, it is time for America's favorite segment. That is crazy work. LaShawn McCoy at the big board going to reveal the top highlights from the best players in the National Football League. Any play you missed, if it was crazy, you're going to see it next on Speed. Get loose, Shady. Get loose. Get my mind right. Let's go, Coach. Get my mind right, baby. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is called me not crazy, crazy, crazy work. Can we see it? I can't wait. LaShawn McCoy! Look at that sweet feet. Stop, excuse me. Look at the footwork. Oh, my God. That's Ooh. called crazy work. Ooh. Oh, it's feel good. Get off of me, little boy. Did you see the moves? Left, right, left, right. That's God-given. He can run around you. He can run through you. Do know you are not <laughs> catching that boy. It's a bad, bad man. Now, that's crazy work. 
Seems time for the most exciting segment of the week. Eagles all-time rushing leader, 252 Live. He gave out crazy words. Shady, who was giving out crazy words lately? All right. If you give out crazy words, we put you on next summit and we give you your love and show you the respect. But listen, all weekend we kept hearing about Kelsey and Swift. Swift and Kelsey. I like it. Let's talk about the real Swift and Kelsey. And that's DeAndre Swift and that's Jason Kelsey, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now look at this. Now Kelsey sets the stage, but gets the lane for him, right? Uh, but we know Swift had moves. We know he had a vertical. Excuse me, over uh, top of him. If I can't run around him, I'm gonna jump over top of him. That's what he did Monday Night Football. He showed out 130 yards, and we got the oh W. But we going with number two right now. We going with. Debo Sanders. Thursday night, we go on to the 49ers in San Francisco. Debo is the best player when the ball is in his hands. He makes one miss, makes two miss, three miss. I think he made four miss. Is he still going? He's still going. You cannot bring him down with one player. No, you cannot. Debo was too strong, and he is too good at this dude. Oh, my God. I call that the come here. Get over here. Get over here. See the moves? That's that. Debo, you a bad, bad boy. But guess what? You did not win. No, no, no. He did not win. Then who won? The winner is, they no, call him Kanon, Kenneth K-9. Walker oh, from gone. the Seahawks. Now look at this move. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Somebody go find Number 13, we need to check his ACL. Somebody go find his ACL. Achilles. Look at this move. Oh, my God. I can tell you this. this somebody call his mama. The way he moves, that's the way I move. James Jones, you see me do see your package a lot of times. Anyway, Kenneth Walker, you are the winner. That move was so great and so beautiful. And when you win, you get a what happened, what crazy get? work hoodie. Oh what do you get? I That's see you at Michigan State, too. and I knew you had game. I knew you had a lot of game, but I didn't know you had this. And every week, I've been thinking, my man, we need to give him a hoodie, and you got one. Mm. Show some love. It gets cold in Seattle. Russell's not there no more, so don't be fair. You're going to have a good year, maybe playoffs. Uh. <laughs> We're just in the playoffs for your boy, baby. <laughs> Showing a lot of love. Hey, that was crazy work by, by K-9. Hold on, real quick. That was one crazy work he by K-9. He gave him the right. Ah. Gave him the left. Ah. Back to the right. Ooh. Wait, where the football? Where the ball? Where the ball? Shady, what do you do? Where do you do? Hold on, hold on. Last thing. Then he jumped into it. He jumped into the right. Uh. Gave him the left. Uh. Back to the oh, right. Oh, my goodness. Hit that boy. Say one more time, please. Oh, my God. Like, my knee hurt. question is, my knee. Where do you say your knee hurt? My knee hurt just watching that. What do you say to your diva, sir? Teammates and coaches. Like, what happened on that tape in that play? Somebody find the ACL. Oh, man. What happened to Buddy ACL? Yeah, that was bad, man. Oh, that was God. bad. He can't fight like that. Hey, See, we, that? we know he tried it to the sideline That's and said, why they call almost him the canine. Call him the canine because of that. Almost got him. Ooh, that, that's crazy. I guess work. I'm not out of breath. Look, it got you sweating, too. That's crazy. I ain't out of breath, though. That last shot, I've been out of breath. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you've been working out. You've been, Shady been giving crazy work to the uh, stair stepper, to the stair master, to the treadmill. You've been giving that. No more than that. No more than that. <laughs> 25 down, baby. Yeah, there we go. And listen, Kenneth, you done gave me some, some hope. Yeah. Why? You inspired me. Why, Shady? I might come back. Ooh. Ooh. What? Yeah, I might come back. Come you, back come, you, might, you might miss me next year. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Where you, ain't seen, you ain't seen 25 since I left. <laughs> My bad. Oh, Public man. service announcement. Hey, that's good work, though. <laughs> Shady, that was amazing. Okay, the top two crazy work players, or the top two that you presented, Debo Samuel, nice. DeAndre Swift, real, real nice. Super nice. Eagles, nice. Niners, okay, real, real nice. James, who has been more impressive when you talk about the two undefeated teams in the NFC left, Eagles and Niners? Who's been more impressive? He's going to come to me first on that one, huh? Um, Well, listen, I, I do not believe that both these teams have played their best football. 
But what I've seen with my own two eyes is the Niners average 30 points a game. They've, they've scored 30 points a game. Defensively, I am taking the Niners defense right now after three weeks over the Philadelphia Eagles defense. And then just turnovers. The Niners do not turn the football over. They, they take care of the football. So if I got to say right now, I got to go with the Niners. I got I to ride with the Niners. Um, the Eagles. Jalen Hurts turning the ball over a little bit more than he did last year. And, you know, you think, you, you're thinking it's going to change, but it's kind of trending going up right now of him not taking care of the football. So with me, I got to go with Brock Purdy and the Niners. I'm going to go with the Eagles because they're still the best team in the NFC to me. Mm. I, I'm also basing this a little bit off of, off of equity. And even though I don't think <clears> that he is taking care of the ball the way he needs to be, I also don't think that the Eagles have really played – their best football. No, I don't yet. think so. Either. I don't think either of these teams really have. And there's, yeah. there's, there's, I really think that only the Dolphins have played their yeah. best versions of football yet. So I think the Eagles, they have another gear. We've already seen that. This is the core of the team. We know Jalen wants to win. You know, he, he comes two games to win. But what I love about the Eagles is it doesn't matter how they win. Like, the priority is winning. winning. I don't need to yep. be pretty. Obviously, we'd like to look different. We'd like to be more dominant. We'd obviously always want a clean game. But to me, the Eagles have the equity in the space, so I'm going to lean Eagles. It's really splitting hairs for me, so that's why I lean Eagles. Yeah, I really don't know which way to go, but I will go with the Niners. I'll go with the Niners because I think they've played closer to their potential. I think the Eagles at maximal potential are the better team, but we haven't seen the Eagles give a B-plus effort, I don't think. Mm. Against the Patriots, I don't think they played at a B-plus effort. Against the Vikings, I don't think they played at a B-plus effort. Against the Bucks, they obviously didn't play at a B-plus effort. Crazy thing is, they still won all of those games convincingly. Now, against the Steelers, the Niners, I would say they played at an A, A-minus level. Against the Rams, it was a B. It was not all that impressive, but they still won. Giants, I'd probably say B-minus yeah. in all honesty. But they still ended up whooping them boys. Only reason I'll say the Niners, I think they've played closer to their max potential. I also am very interested to see how are the Eagles going to handle that major injury in Avante Maddox. Shady and I were talking about this yesterday yeah. during a commercial break. Yesterday, they tried moving all pro James Bradbury. Not yesterday, Monday. They moved all pro James Bradbury from corner to, to the slot. slot yeah. I don't think he'll play slot the entirety of the season. So how are they going to figure out what they're going to do in that vital slot corner position, outside corner position, and safety position? That's just the only thing. Whereas the Niners, you already know where they're at, how they're there, and how they're executing. I think the Eagles are more impressive. I think they're a better team. Um, I said before that I thought that Brock Perry was the second best quarterback in the NFC. Who you guys think is the number one quarterback in the NFC? Do you guys know? Dak? Who do you think? He's, he's being funny. Who do you think? <laughs> Jalen Hurts? Jalen yes, Hurts? Is obviously it's Jalen. Jalen Hurts. It's all so pro. I'm, I'm going with the better quarterback, which, which we've seen who Jalen Hurts really is. And I was always taught this. You can't be the best until you, you beat, beat the, the best. best. That's fact. And the last time I checked, they didn't beat the best. That's fact. When I look at the Eagles, we are finding ways, different ways to win games. We're finding ways to, to deal with adversity. How do you bounce back from versus? We've been doing that. Turnovers, okay, we're scoring. Turnovers, okay, we're scoring. We're finding ways to do different things. Getting turnovers, another thing we're doing. Yes, sir. I just feel like we have the best office line in football. And, if, we, and if we're struggling sometimes throwing the ball, which we did in games, we're going to run the ball. And we just found that we have a superstar running back in superstar. DeAndre Swift. Superstar. I already knew that, but now the world knows that. And then when you go in to play in the Eagles, you have to defend that run. You see them holes. You see them cuts. Mm -hmm. And then when you do that, we got two beasts on the outside. Devontae Smith and we got A.J. Brown. And I do think that our skill positions are better than the Niners' skill positions. Ooh. And I, I'm going to say it again. Say it again. Our skill positions are better than the Niners' skill positions. Uh. Now, it's, it's, it's all close, though. It's all close. That's and good. I think McCaffrey is, is, is probably better than John J. Swift. Probably. Because equity-wise. Equity. Equity. And this year, sir. I don't know. 
I don't know. You, you saw him at Kaepernick against Steelers, right? I did. Sorry. And DeAndre Swift, he's 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 he does, he played two games so far. He missed the first game. Mm. God knows what he did his first say, game. You're not gonna say that he's better. I'm not, I'm not saying he's better. Okay. All I'm saying is that you, they close enough. When you turn on DeAndre Swift tape and you turn on McCaffrey's tape. They both getting crazy busy, giving out crazy work. Am I tripping? They're both, they have both right. been on crazy work. Okay. They so, both been so, on crazy work. So my thing is, and yeah, y'all play ball, y'all know if one dude's on a level 10 and one dude's on a level 8.5, that 8.5 could be a 10. That 8.5 well, could be well, a 10 on any Sunday. Well, they're going to play week 13. Yeah. Ooh, a and lifetime. They going to play? Yeah. And guess what? I guarantee these, the, the, the guys with the big mouths at this table will don't not guarantee. bet me. Don't guarantee. They will not bet me oh, on, on week 13. I they will, won't bet me. I will bet you. What? We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, let's wait. This is a little. Yeah, all right. It's a while. Yeah, all right. But we're talking about these two teams. What a game, what a game at? It doesn't matter where the game's at. It not matter where the game's at. Too much going to change. It's in Philly. Week 13 is a long time from now. It is a long time. Well, listen, I'll be, I'll be available. I, I'll work here. Can you get him to sign it? Can you get him to sign? He said he'll bet you. I'll bet him. Uh, you there you go. You get him to sign bring it, bring it over I here. Tried, I tried to. Uh... JJ. He just signed a lot of contracts. Yep. Yeah. Bad contracts. Uh. He told me Jalen Hurts. I still got was... money, though. That's why I'm signing him. So bring it over. <laughs> uh, I still got money in my account. You know what I mean? You know, I'm playing with Alice's money right gambling. now. I'm still, I'm still gambling. We, you know what I mean? You know, when you're a true gambler, when you're down, you got to figure out a way to get out. Philly. You know? Eagles. <laughs> this is my favorite part you know, of every it. show. Send it over it's here. Shady but I do got Jones a question for you right now. Who's playing better out of the two quarterbacks through week three? That's, I mean, objectively, we know the answer. Well, you, don't, you, you, don't, you say you don't like nothing about Brock Purdy. Huh? You, you tell me you don't like Brock Purdy. I don't Purdy. like nothing about Brock Purdy. See how Because you keep saying he that he's the best quarterback in the NFC. Hold on. No. We can't. It's signed. It's signed. We cannot switch up what you say. You told me that he's not impressive to you. You said that. You said he's not been impressive to you lately. I didn't say he's not impressive. Who are you talking about? Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy. You told me. Oh, he acting confused. No. no. What you say about Brock Purdy? We talked about Brock Purdy being a top 15 quarterback. Yeah. And you said he's the second best quarterback in the NFC. I, I, and you, I, said, you said you're not impressed by Brock Purdy. No, and I don't think he's a top 15 quarterback. But he's playing the best right now in the NFC. So he, you keep running, saying that he's the best quarterback in the NFC. So, wait, so is he better than Jalen Hurts? Is that what you Huh? Is he better than Jalen Hurts? <laughs> he's playing better than him right now. He's playing better than him right now. Then again, That's you know what I'm saying. See, this, this is, this is the... Playing no, than this is the... This is the... This is the... He's playing better than him. Come on, now. The problem, problem is... Right now. And I, it's, it's y'all fault. It's you smiling. <laughs> and it's you smiling. <laughs> because y'all got to keep him accountable. Am I lying? When he say wild stuff, y'all need to hold him to that. Joy, am I lying right Joy. now? Is oh, he playing Joy. better hold than Justin Hurts? Joy. He told us he told, on this show, and it was live, and America seen it. Hold he America. told us that Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields is similar. Wow. And y'all let him live with that. That was not and the then today, he said, he said that. Thank you. No, because you, you, you switching the question. Put your finger guns down. Put your finger guns down. Put your finger guns down right now. switching the question up. The question was. Thank you, Joy. That Justin Fields is a poor man. Thank you. Jalen Hurts. Don't switch the question. Which I don't know if this has actually aged very well. But. That it wasn't exactly what. And then the question but again with it, Brock yeah. Purdy was, was is he a top 15 quarterback? I said no. I so. But you keep saying Jalen Hurts is number one in the East. He ain't playing better than he, him. He, he, he is. Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback. Hey, one thing I, I want to say this. Weeks. No. Jalen Hurts, he told me this. He's younger than me. See, you can learn some new every day. He got to learn that. Anyway, he says, let's keep the main thing. What do you say? The, the main, main thing. thing. And right now, we 3 0, bro. So is the Niners. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. 3 0. Okay, you want to know who's not 3 0? The Broncos mm. or the Bears.
Okay, Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, they meet up today. Both teams, not today, today we will talk about it. Both teams are 0-3, but which quarterback desperately needs a win more? You might see future Hall of Famer Russell Wilson get benched or a first-round pick, Justin Fields, get benched, depending on who loses when they face off. It's the most intriguing Game 4 matchup of the weekend. We're going to talk about it next. playoffs are near and you know what that means Alex yep flipping bats will be staying up late and having all the fun from breaking down the most important stories and games nobody's done what he's doing nobody not even Babe Ruth to interviewing baseball's biggest stars I felt like I was pitching more stress I was trying to be so perfect no one covers America's pastime like us so as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox please make sure to listen follow and subscribe to flipping bats with Ben Verlander and me Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chilling by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. You crazy. Family Speak is taking a road trip. We will be in Boulder this Friday from Farron Field at the University of Colorado ahead of really the college game of the year. USC Colorado. Caleb Williams versus Shador Sanders. We'd love for you to be a part of it. We want you to be a part of our live audience. Check out our Twitter feed for all of the details, how you can get free tickets. And also, please tweet at us the restaurant destinations, the restaurant locations, where the vibe's going to be at. Shady wants to know. Joy needs to know. James needs to know. Y'all yeah. know me. I'll be um, drinking water. Study. <laughs> yeah. Not me. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, family, let's get to overtime, shall we? Broncos, Bears, both looking for their first win of the season when they play on Sunday. A lot of eyes will be on the quarterbacks. Russ, he's never started 0-4. And Justin Fields, he's lost 11 straight starts. Bring us on camera. I'm tired of teleprompter. All right, look, let's be real, 2-5. Um, Russ, he's never been 0-4. No. Ever. Justin Fields, he's lost 11 straight. The Bears, America, have lost 13 straight. Russ, desperately desperately needs a win. Justin Fields could not, there's no player you could surmise that needs a win more unless it's Russ. This is really the biggest week four matchup that I can recall in recent history. So who needs a win more, Russ or Justin Fields? It's a tough one. Oof. I'm with the young guy, Justin Fields. He needs a win more, right? Just think about it. Russ is, he's playing for respect. Yep. He's playing for some legacy, right? He's playing for um, 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 his teammates. He's playing for that contract, even though a lot of it's still guaranteed. That's what he's playing for. That's what he's fighting for. Look on the other side, Justin Fields, he's fighting to stay in the league. I mean, they lost 11 in a row. Last game in the fourth quarter, you won't believe this, he had 40 yards. That's the point where he had 40 yards in the fourth quarter. Think about this for a second. So when you ask about who needs to win more, it's got to be Justin. He's fighting to even stay in the NFL. I'm not even talking about this, this, this being a backup. I'm talking about even playing in the NFL. He might have to change the position like, like uh, Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor did. He went from a quarterback, he had some good games, but he couldn't really get over the edge of, of actually being a really, really good quarterback. He had some good moments. Justin had some good moments. 
He's had some good moments, but he's not good enough to be a quarterback. I think if he go to wide receiver or something like that, maybe he extends his career a little bit. You think I'm being serious? I'm being funny, but I'm, I'm really being serious. I'm being wrong. When you really watch his tape, nothing that shows you you want to keep him. And, and there's a guy there named Caleb, Will, uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams out there. Why wouldn't you want to go get him? So I'll say this. If you're asking me who needs to win more, it has to be the guy, the younger guy, that hasn't really improved, hasn't proved anything yet, hasn't done nothing yet in his league. Yeah. But other than some good moments. Yeah, he's had, he has had some good moments. Um, Russ, when he was with Seattle, he went to two Super Bowls, won one. Mm-hmm. Signed a big deal, right? Then he came to the Broncos and he signed 200, what, 230, 100 and something 240, plus something like that. guaranteed, right? 240. Last week when they were getting beat 70 to 20 or whatever it was, we talked about it yesterday. Um, Xavier Howard came out and said, man, he's done so much for this league. Why is he in the ballgame? Mm-hmm. Right? That's how I feel. Justin Fields has not proven nothing. Russell Wilson has been in this league for a long time and proven a lot of things. This is a career moment for Justin Fields. Russ has had a great career. This is a career moment for Justin Fields. Like Shady said, and I don't want to agree with him. I don't agree with him on the receiver part. But like Shady said, you going to be sitting at home? Are you going to be a backup for a long time in this league if you lose this game and lose the other games down the road? Because the Bears are going to move on. And what you have put on tape, who is going to take a shot on you? To be honest with you, Russ has not played really good football neither. But what he has done in this National Football League, I truly believe if it's not the Broncos, if Sean Payton say we going to take this money, whatever we owe you, I think it's another team out there to say we think we can get Russ back to the Russ. There's no team out there that's going to say we think we can fix Justin Fields if he continues to play at this level. So for me, it is 0-3 versus 0-3. Both quarterbacks not playing well. Both quarterbacks didn't play well last year. This is a big moment for Justin Fields if you want to revive your career and let the Bears know that you can still be that guy. Can you ask me the question? (laughs) Joy, who needs to win more? Is it Russ or Justin Fields? Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. The answer (laughs) is yes. The answer is yes. (laughs) But you're making me pick, so I'm going to have to say Justin Fields. I agree. For all the reasons that you said. But let's make no mistake about it. If they go 0-4, it's going to be bad. It's going to be very serious. There's going to be very intense conversations, and we will be talking about the Broncos next week if they lose to the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. But Russ is still going to be the quarterback, and Russ is still going to get paid. And I do agree with you. If they did decide to move on from Russ, I think somebody Somebody. would still want him. Justin Fields is in a situation where he is playing for his football future. Mm -hmm. Forget getting paid. Is he going to remain the starter for the Chicago Bears for for the rest of this season? I don't think they're going to move on from the coach, but that's another part of the, the conversation if you start 0-4. I mean, he's won five games. He's, they, they've, they've lost 11 straight. He's not put anything on tape this year that, that even insinuates that there's something that they can get going here. And he hasn't even been running that well, for whether that's what the plays they're calling or, or whatever it is. But at least you had that last year. Didn't really translate to winning, but it had some numbers. There was something that we could point to. So the answer is yes, <laughs> but... If I have to choose, just because of the, the immediate urgency, it's Justin Fields. I love when we prep the show and I don't get y'all's answers, because then I'm fascinated, right? And I, gen- I genuinely approach things where I think, like, I could be wrong. And I might be wrong here, because I say Russ. And I say Russ for mm. all of the reasons y'all said Fields. That's, what, so that's the craziest thing. Like, everything y'all said, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Our work is the same, but then after, as soon as we hit equal, yeah. we got a different answer. 
I think that Fields is more likely to get another job. From who? Well, uh, here's, my, here's my thought process. Fields will be substantially cheaper. First thought. So you think Zach Wilson going to get another job? I think people believe that you can do more with Fields than you can with Zach because of Fields' mobility. Yeah. I also believe Fields is 24. I think Russ is 34. So I'm thinking about age. I'm thinking about cost, cost-benefit analysis. I'm also thinking who's more allowed to be a backup. In the National Football League, it's not just about talent. Shade, you know this. You've been in these situations. Coaches have to weigh. How distracting are you as a backup? Russell Wilson can't be a backup. It's the same reason Cam Newton couldn't be a backup. He's Cam Newton. Russell Wilson can't be a backup. Justin Fields can be a backup. Justin Fields also, if they don't pick up his fifth-year option, after year four, Justin Fields can be a $2 million quarterback. Russell Wilson can't be that. He's a $200 million quarterback. So I see all of y'all's math, and I just got a different answer. I'm fine being wrong, but I was just fascinated. I have Russ, because I'm like, if Russ starts 0-4 with his with this Hall of Fame resume on the line, I just think he has more to lose, but... But you, you've seen other starting quarterbacks that look b- bad, look awful, get other jobs. Carson Wentz got a couple of jobs when he mm-hmm. looked bad. You've seen that. I could name so many. Matt, Matt Ryan, elite quarterback, start getting bad, start getting older. He had opportunities to start. We've seen this happen all the time. You rarely see a, a, a quarterback that plays as bad as Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, get another chance to start. Yeah. As a, yeah. As no, a franchise quarterback. I, I, don't think, I don't think he will start. Fields will not so start. That's, so that's mind. what I'm saying. Unless he comes play wide receiver like I said. But, but also, Russ hasn't really – he hasn't been bad this year. He just hasn't been good. good. Right. And right. the last game, nobody's putting on Russ. So it's really just the first two games. We'll see how this goes. But not only that, you got one dude fighting for his career. Justin Fields is fighting for his career. You don't Russ think Russ has had a, the same? Russ, but Russ has had a oh. really good career, though. Like, Leggy, like, like, like Shady said, you might be fighting for a little bit of legacy because you don't want to go out like that, but you have had a solid career. Justin Fields ain't even really got started. This is his career. You could be on the bench yeah. for the next 10 years. 40 yards in the fourth quarter. You didn't hear me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you guys heard me. 40 yards in the fourth quarter? Total or passing? Passing. Mm. What are we talking? What are we talking about? Four, that's like that's like video game against a ten year old. Like forty yards in the fourth quarter. You're not hearing me. <laughs> you know how bad that is? That's bad, bad. Oh, well, what Ooh. I did hear was the breaking news that really shook the sports world today. Dame Lillard, he's not going to Miami. He's actually going to Milwaukee. Who was the biggest winner of the trade? Who's the biggest loser of the trade? Let's talk through it all when we return. It's the breaking news up today. Yo, me and my prime, me and Dame Lillard, one-on-one. Who wins? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, college football fans, this is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, we got to get back to the huge NBA news of the day. Dame Lillard, he is headed to Milwaukee. Three-team deal. Lasers, Suns, Bucks. Seven-time All-Star joining two-time MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. 
Joy, who is the biggest winner of what might go down as a historical trade? Giannis. Yep. He was talking about y'all better do something. I might, I might be up out of here. Everyone counts on, yeah, you know. And Giannis, everyone counted on Giannis not being that guy, right? They always say, you know, this is really like the American players are the ones that move. There's all this loyalty. Okay, everybody likes, you know, everyone wants to get real excited about that stuff. Okay, but Giannis has standards. Giannis wants to win championships. Giannis wants to move outside of, of individual awards. He wants to sack his legacy. Okay, keep the urgency on the team. And they went out and brought in. Damian Lillard, who's an incredible player that anyone would want on their roster, a top 75 player, and somebody who I think makes them immediate favorites in the East. So Giannis is the big winner of this, and especially because, you know, you talked about him them being the one seed and and where they are year after year. Part of the reason why it went the way that it went is because Giannis has had to do all of that full speed every single game. So to have someone like a Damian Lillard to work with him schematically, I mean – Giannis's life just got a lot easier. The yeah. pressure just kicked up, but yeah. he's been in that situation before. Absolutely. It's absolutely Giannis. Giannis just was sitting up like this, like, dang, how am I going to get through this season? And now he leaned back like, who I got there? <laughs> right? A lot is off his shoulders. He does not have to do a lot. And what I mean a lot, I mean just like minutes-wise and all that, and the, the basketball always has to go through him. He always has to make the plays. Now you have a top 75 player on your basketball team that can really help you out and do all that stuff for you as well to make your job easier on the basketball court, to make you get a lot more one-on-ones on the basketball court. Giannis in this situation, I absolutely love it because the Bucks took care of Giannis. We got you, brother. Mm-hmm. You, you stuck through us with some ups and downs. We're going to make sure that you're going to be able to compete in this thing for a long time. I think the biggest winner is uh, Dame Lillard. Just because of now we get to see him in the light that he deserves. Mm-hmm. We always thought he was a great player, the things he did in Portland. But now you put it on the big stage. Yeah. Or the elites of the elites. Playoff basketball. Championship basketball. Love to now see when he fun. gets out there and plays and he does that, that he does this had to hit a, yeah. a game-winning three ball or, or, or a walk-off um, game-winning three to, to win a game, he'll be, he, they'll bring his, his uh, uh, stardom up like he deserves. And the way we talk about Le, um, LeBron James, the way we talk about um, Steph Curry, people yeah. talk about Dan Lert in the same light. No question. James, 85 days ago, you were in Arizona most of the time. Mm-hmm. That's what you were doing. Yep. But 85 days ago, I said something. Okay. Quite interesting, actually. What you say, bro? I will say, to me, Milwaukee is the best fit. You said Milwaukee's the best fit? Milwaukee's Ooh, the best fit. The reason is, if Dame truly wants to win, I would go to a team that I know can win without me. I mean, I want a little something, something. Ooh. But I'm with Joy. I think Giannis is the biggest winner because now Giannis can solidify himself in that top ten. Shady been bragging. Wait, wait, wait. Don't it feel good when you be right? I do. I do. I don't know. I don't know if James knows how it feels. Oh, yeah, he'll know. I mean, he, he, knows, yeah, he knows yeah. how it feels. You got to tell him. You got to tell him. Yeah, but, yeah, like, James. My, my time is coming. Don't worry about it. My time, my time is coming. I mean. Look, I, I think Giannis is the biggest winner. Solidify yourself as a top ten player in the history of basketball. Ooh. Two regular season MVPs and a finals MVP. When you talk about the players that have done that, it is a very, 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 very small list. If he can continue to stack to that, like Joy said, Giannis will continue to win. But also, Antetokounmpo, that's what it is, his Greek name. But when he wins, James, on this show, Giannis Ugo Adetokounmpo. There we go. See, I get to call him by his Nigerian name a whole lot more. I got to sign that out. Say it one more time. <laughs> Never mind. We'll do it for break. We'll do it for break. <laughs> All right, family. When we return, we will be, well, we'll be in Colorado this weekend. That's where we're going to be. Friday, live from Boulder. There are going to be a lot of A-listers out there. It's the place to be, and we're going to be there as well. Check out our Speak page so you can get free tickets. We'll be more back next. Caleb Williams or Shador Sanders? Who y'all taking? It's only a kick. 
a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, family, we are in our two-minute drill. I already told y'all twice now that we're going to be in Boulder. They say the stars are going to be there. LeBron's supposed to be in attendance. Jay-Z's supposed to be in attendance. Joy Taylor's supposed to be in attendance. James Jones's supposed to be in attendance. And I think that's it. That's it. Wait, why are you in serenades with Jay-Z and them? I did. Nah, but the way you said it, though. Said, you should have said us first so and the, then Jay and them. Like, the, nah. But the prompter had LeBron. It had it in order. Man, bro, bro. You don't always need the prompter. Yeah. Well, we gonna, that, that thing. Yeah, we're going to be there, too. We're going to be there. I'm going to be there. <laughs> On the field. On the fit. You got the outfit picked out? What you, Man, you know what I'm saying? I'm always fly. Just for the viewers. They just want to know, like, <laughs> you see me, I'm going to be fly, iced up. You know what I mean? Fly, swag, all that. All that. All that. It's going to be fun. Who you picking? For the game? Yeah. What day is it? What's day? Thursday. Thursday. What's day? What's day? Oh, we got time. We got time. I got to see who's who's playing, who's healthy, who's hurt. I got to see all that. I'm a true gambler. That's what I do. The quarterbacks are playing. But guess what? But guess what? I believe in prime, though. So I'm, I'm going to look at my notes <laughs> and look what's going on. Now, Caleb Williams is a bad boy. Damn, man. He's a bad, bad man. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I got to see who's playing. That's all. Like you 20,000 believe in prime or like... You know I got I got to see who's playing. I just told you. Sure. you no, 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 but I'm saying with, 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 with players like Travis you know, isn't playing. Which are, but the alignment is hurt. I see some alignment in the practice this week. Seduce alignment. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> on, you're my favorite person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, family. We'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs>